blessed with life's baggage. Contemplating suicide is a luxury I can no longer afford. I am blessed with life's baggage, weighed down by love, spurred by the desire to prove them wrong, cajoled into action, my inner voice softly screaming, to be more than a footnote of failure, to act in spite of doubt and fear of judgment, to resolve to do everything to ensure my legacy. When I die, I will die having truly lived. So that's a poem that I just wrote, which sort of encapsulates my current mental state. I I feel at a bit of a crossroads. I'm doing quite a number of new projects. I've just recently released a poetry book, Bound to the Wings of a Butterfly, that is doing better than I thought it would be doing, better than all the books that I've written before has done. It's got a bunch of reviews. It got um, the number one new release poetry um, book on Amazon. And people are responding to it quite well. They're connecting to the poems in whatever format I'm putting them out, either you know reading them out or speaking them on, all of that sort of stuff. So if you haven't already, please check it out, grab a copy, um, let me know what you think, and if you do, give it a review. So that's um <laughs> that's that's been going quite well. Um but it's it, it sort of comes as a shock or I don't know, it's surreal because I'm just sharing my mental state. I use writing as a form of therapy. And the introduction to Bound to a Wings of a Butterfly is a discussion on artistic purity and the idea of creating for the sake of creating because it changes you and because it will, if you choose to share it, change the reader for the better, regardless of whether that art is pure or not. In the same way, in the same way, listening to this podcast or talking to someone will change the participants. So too will the creation and the sharing and the consumption of art. So sometime soon, I hope to share the introduction to Bound to the Wings of a Butterfly. But I suppose I was originally going to plan and sharing it this episode, and I've tried to record it a couple of times, but my mental state sort of has to be in it. I have to sort of be feeling it, for lack of a better expression. And I guess that's that's part of the process. Like I said, I've been, I've been starting a bunch of new projects, and it's sort of representing a step towards or down this path of online content creation more, but it's it's quite scary. I'm starting a new podcast um, called the Kinky Conversations Podcast. So if you follow me on my um, kink sex, sex positive uh, social media accounts, you'll have seen me posting about it, but I'll put a link down below to that as well. I've already interviewed one person and I'll be interviewing a few more people, hopefully quite soon and just releasing those over time. It's a new experience for me. Not not that the topic isn't novel. It is. It's uh, good fun to talk about um, exploring the reality of sex and sexuality with real people. But it's more the logistics of it, the booking and planning and arranging times to talk. That's something that requires a significant amount of mental state prep that I'm not 100% used to. One of my main issues with social anxiety is the planning of and setting of future dates. And it's also the 
prolonged talking. So I'm sort of (laughs) throwing myself in the deep end with this one. But it's going quite well and people are really responding to it. I've had a bunch of requests to be um, to be guests and that sort of stuff. So check it out. But it's, it's, it's a new step. I've also started doing Skillshare courses on cooking. Um, my partner and I, one of our jobs that we do is meal preparation. Um, and she writes recipes up on Medium and she's going to release a cooking book. So as a part of that, we've decided to do some cooking classes on Skillshare. I've been on Skillshare for years and I'm doing quite well there. And it's like, well, why not sort of put two and two together and do something else? So that's a new thing that we're doing as well. I'll put a link down below for that too. And on top of all of this, I'm continually trying to write fiction, which is one of my ultimate goals. Ideally, if I could if I could be doing nothing else, I'd be doing just fiction writing. But unfortunately, there's not much money in it until you are making a lot of money in it because you've exploded and grown big. What that means practically is that I need to keep doing everything I'm doing until I've got a stable enough passive income to be able to dedicate my time and my mental focus to writing. And beyond all of that is the self-doubt that comes from trying to do anything creative. It is hard to write. It's hard to be creative. It's hard to have the... continual grind that's needed to to grow and make something of yourself. Like I've been at this for eight years and it's only just now starting to provide some significant financial returns. And it's not that the financial returns are the important thing, but as with anything that you want to turn into a career, it does matter because there's the trade-off. I could spend my time working and earning that money and thus providing a better life for my family. Or alternatively, I could gamble on my art and spend that same time creating something that may or may not be appreciated. And finding the balance there is quite stressful. Last night, I had the worst night's sleep I've had in ages, just sitting there freaking out about about money, about work, about my online presence, about all of this sort of stuff, because I just sort of fell into this mental state of ruminating over the fact that it's a risk over the fact that I have to be in a state to be able to keep creating, keep working, not just the online stuff, but in-person work as well. And it's sort of that pressure. One of the things I've struggled with my entire life has been the ability to work a normal nine-to-five full-time job. I simply can't. It just does my head in. But Obviously, (laughs) the world doesn't stop. The world doesn't um, help much. It doesn't quite understand. And in order to find myself in a position that I'm able to continue working, I have to make that job for myself. But that also comes at a cost of, of mental state, of grind, of relaxation, of a lack of fun and play. You know, I have to say no to social gatherings. I have to make sure and guard my mental state from all things. It's, 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 I'm constantly doing new things to try and sort of weasel my way into a place where I can feel comfortable and safe, but I'm not sure if that place exists. And, and maybe that's just me talking from a bit of a down mental state, but it's, it's, it's hard and anxiety creeps back in 
so it's sort of like I, I'm equally finding myself more recognized and more successful, but also that success is freaking me out a little bit. And thus, I'm sort of in this perpetual state of juggling, juggling acts of, of keeping things going, wanting more of certain things, wanting less of other things. And it's just, it's a challenge with my boys growing, with the, the costs of, of a family. It's sort of like that poem that I just read to you. That first line is, is, <laughs> is quite telling. Contemplating suicide is a luxury I can no longer afford. Prior, prior to having kids, prior to having a partner, I, <laughs> my, my, my life didn't quote unquote matter as much because I wasn't directly relied upon. And now that I have kids, it's like, I can't afford to stop. I can't afford to have a breakdown. Right. And like, obviously the poem has taken that to the, to the, uh, the fullest extent. I can't afford to contemplate suicide. Because those in my life that rely on me, rely on me, and I couldn't do it to them to leave. And obviously I'm not in such a bad mental state. I, I typically sort of extrapolate the poems and the poetry to emphasize an emotional state, but it represents this idea of breakdown. But then I take it too far and I can't rest or I struggle to rest because it's like if I rest, then I could be doing something else. I could be creating, making, sharing, promoting, talking, doing. It's quite a challenge. Compounding all of this is a collection of various injuries that I'm sort of nursing. I had a injury when I was rock climbing and I've hurt my foot, putting me onto crutches. It was quite significant. I couldn't walk for quite a while and I'm still dealing with the recovery process. I can't run anymore, I can't swim, and sort of pivoting and turning on that foot is quite challenging. It's getting better, but it's it's sort of lingering. I've recently had to have a mole removed, which I'm still waiting for the results of, so I've had stitches in the other leg that I've sort of been nursing, and I also got a tattoo on my arm. I figured, well, while I'm off with these two injuries, I may as well get another piece done so I can <laughs> take that off, but the crux of all of this is that I haven't been able to exert myself with cardio for maybe two and a half, three months. It's like I haven't been able to get my normal um, physicality in, which is something that really does help my mental state. And it's been quite telling what the lack of it has done. On the other side of things, I have been able to lift more weights, like heavy weights, um, just accommodating for the injuries, obviously. But there's something to be said about just breaking a sweat and going. It's... It's given me an insight into the issues um, that some people have with chronic injuries and that sort of stuff, and I can see how it can be quite depressing and you fall into this trap of just lethargy. <sighs> I want I do want to thank everyone that reaches out and connects with me and that's following along with everything I'm doing because, you know, all of this stuff is quite lonely. I'm in the process with my psychologist of going down a path of EMDR. Um, that's a form of therapy to deal with past trauma and issues. And one of the things that you have to do as pre-work, which is the stage I'm still in, is work out a statement that sort of epitomizes the, the impact that the certain events have had on my life. And one of those things has been 
the feeling of loneliness, like I am alone or I am on my own or I need to, you know, fix this problem myself. So it's very hard to seek and accept help. I sort of trained myself due to issues with other members of my family um, seeming to need more attention from those giving the attention that I had to do it by myself, that I couldn't express my emotions, that I had to fix all the problems, that to seek help was weakness. Now, that may or may not have been practically true, but it's how it felt. So thus, I'm still dealing with the ramifications of that and sort of feeling like that's the only way to to continue with life, the only way that I can... It's sort of like my my way of looking at the world. It's not necessarily... It's definitely not ideal, but it's it's sort of where I'm sort of stuck with. So with that said, it's like quite humbling and lovely and caring and sort of alien even to have so many people reaching out and supporting and... Um, you know, buying my books and messaging me and checking up on me and wanting to be um, a guest on the new podcast and all of that sort of stuff. It's been, it's amazing. But part of me sort of freaks out by it because it's like, I feel like I should or deserve or must be alone. And thus it's like, it feels abnormal. It feels abnormal to let people in. Maybe it's a fear of being burnt, a fear of being hurt, a fear of all of these issues that various um, aspects or instances of my past has caused. So I thank you. I thank, thank you for those that connect and reach out, that rate and review, that do all of the things that you know you can do to help people in the online space. But it also, it's this, it's this I wouldn't say it's a double-edged sword, it's just, it's confronting in, a, in an interesting way. But it's something that I want to lean into and embrace. So it's sort of like I'm, I'm in this this weird sort of stepping off point where I want to sort of take what I'm doing online to another step where I'm, you know, working with my partner to create these Skillshare courses where I'm interviewing people and scheduling the times ahead and having these long form conversations where I'm doing things like writing fiction that's quite challenging and not necessarily uh, financially rewarding, but it's, it's, it's that gambling on myself. But all of this comes with an increased level of anxiety, which I'm not too sure how to manage. And I guess it's sort of accumulating with this idea of not being able to exercise fully and sort of do all of the normal things that I do for my mental state. Anyway, with all of that said, check the links in the show notes and you can check out all of the stuff that I've got going on that I was telling you about. You can check out the book Bound to the Wings of a Butterfly. You can check out the new Kinky Conversations podcast. And you can check out the cooking-based Skillshare courses. I just put out a chicken Kiev recipe and I'm about to put out a custard tart recipe. Um, so if you're at all interested in those, check them out. It's They're, they're ugly but delicious. <laughs> as in like, you know, it's real cooking. It's what you'll be able to cook in your own home as opposed to the, the fancy smancy uh, recipes that you find that seem very sterile. Um, this is real. This is what you can cook and it will taste absolutely delicious. Um, it's a, it's a wonder that I'm not, uh, 30 kilos heavier than what I am with the amount of, um, delicious food that comes out of our kitchen. <laughs> um, but yeah, with that said, check it all out. Let me know, rate and review this podcast and yeah, please connect with me. It, um, means a lot, even if it, um, freaks me out a little bit. Anyway, cheers.